In September 1780, a ragtag group of backwoodsmen from what is today North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia assembled to begin a journey to defend their homes and belief in liberty. They met their destiny at Kings Mountain, and this is their story. Welcome to our last episode of Footsteps for Freedom, The Road to Kings Mountain. As we conclude our series on the Battle of Kings Mountain, we thought we'd take a few minutes to note a couple of veterans of the battle that ended up living in the Tow River Valley, along with discussing other Revolutionary War veterans who are buried in our area. One of the soldiers who may have fought at Kings Mountain and is buried in the region is William Davis of Three Mile Creek in Avery County. During the battle, he was in the Charlotte area and could have been involved at Kings Mountain, but he doesn't show up on any soldier roles. However, the Davis family tradition places him in the battle. After the Revolutionary War, Davis moved to Three Mile Creek, where he lived to be 116 years old and is buried alongside Highway 194 just before it starts up Three Mile Mountain. Martin Davenport did not fight at Kings Mountain, but he is involved with the battle, as it was an incident between his son and John McFalls that eventually resulted in McFalls' execution after the battle, which we discussed earlier. Davenport did fight in the Cherokee Wars, and he worked with other military units in Burke County. In 1785, he moved near Davenport Springs, which he owned, and there he lived until his death in 1815. He's buried near Robert Severe in Bright's Cemetery. Of course, Jonathan Tipton settled in the Tow River Valley after the war, with the Tipton Hill community being named after him, but he left after living in the region for nearly 30 years. He is currently buried in Tennessee. Now, there's a large group of Revolutionary War soldiers associated with our region. We're going to put a list of those that we know about on our website at mitchellnchistory.org forward slash OVM, and we're working on a map to show the locations of their graves. We also welcome information on any Revolutionary War veterans who are not on our list, along with details about where they're buried or their service to the nation. As the American Revolution concluded and the battles turned into historical memories, the luster and importance of what happened at Kings Mountain began to fade. Soon, few knew the story of the backwoodsmen who had marched over the mountains and changed the course of the war. Then, in the 1830s, Lyman C. Draper, a librarian and historian from Madison, Wisconsin, became interested in the Revolutionary War era history of the Appalachian Mountains. His original plan was to shed light on the area and gain knowledge about the people, places, and events before it was completely forgotten. He began a series of correspondences, with his ultimate goal being to write a series of biographies and documentaries on the people and events that shaped the region. He amassed the first significant collection of personal, non-official materials in America, declaring that it was his work to, quote, rescue from oblivion, unquote, the stories of this era. While he never completed his project, he recorded numerous interactions with individuals from that era and published 10 volumes of historical notes for the Wisconsin Historical Society, of which he was secretary for 32 years. He also published a volume, Kings Mountain and Its Heroes, which intricately documented the battle and those involved, bringing it back to the forefront at its centennial in 1880. This rekindled interest in the battle and the story and still serves as the definitive history of the Battle of Kings Mountain. 
Draper's work saw a resurgence in popularity in the 1920s and 1930s as work began to protect the Kings Mountain battlefield, resulting in the establishment of the Kings Mountain National Military Park on March 3, 1931. Work then continued for decades to honor the path the Overmountain men took to Kings Mountain, with a special celebration coming on its 200th anniversary in 1980 that featured marchers who traveled the 170-mile route from Sycamore Shoals to the famous battlefield, an event that continues to this day each year. 1980 also marked the designation of the Overmountain Victory Historic Trail, the first such trail in the eastern United States by President Jimmy Carter. Work has continued to open sections of original trail for hikers to experience. As of 2019, 57 miles of the OVHT have been developed for public use. A total of 214 miles will comprise the entire trail when it is completed. Several sections of the trail are open to the public in the Spruce Pine area and are free to walk. Draper's work, combined with the efforts of the National Park Service, the Overmountain Victory Trail Association, and other groups, has ensured that the Overmountain men and their efforts will not be forgotten. And that brings to a conclusion, Footsteps for Freedom, The Road to Kings Mountain, a production of the Mitchell County Historical Society. We'd like to thank some folks for their help with our show. First, thanks goes to the Village Volunteers Fife and Drum Corps, whose song, First of September, opens and closes each episode. You can find their music at archive.org. Thanks also goes to Daniel Barron, Rhonda Gunter, and Chris Hollifield for their help with scripts and fact-checking. A huge thank you goes to Jonathan Bennett, whose knowledge of the battle and those involved in it still amazes me. We also thank Michael Ardell and Bruce Eichert of WKYK and WTOE for providing this opportunity to air the program on the radio. And the biggest thanks goes to you for listening and sharing your thoughts with us through email and social media. Now we have one more program planned, a roundtable discussion of the battle, the figures, and our thoughts about the research that went into these episodes. It will be a podcast only, and you can download it using Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcatching software, or you can listen to the program online. All the details you need about it will be found at mitchellnchistory.org forward slash OVM or stay subscribed to our feed to receive it when it is completed. We welcome your comments on the series, along with suggestions on topics you'd like to learn more about in the future. Let us know through social media, on our website, mitchellnchistory.org, or by email, mitchellnchistory at gmail.com. I'm David Biddicks, and for the Mitchell County Historical Society, I once again would like to thank you for joining us on the journey to Patrick Ferguson and the battle that turned the American Revolution to the Patriots atop Kings Mountain. Mm -hmm.